entertained? Are you not entertained? Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. You're listening to the French Press Podcast, where we discuss events from our life. Oh. Welcome to the French Press Podcast. It is episode 421. And it's Tuesday, September 20, 2022. Whoa. Yeah. Ruben. I'm doing it all. Ruben, have you ever said wow. the date? I don't think I have. Not that I remember. This is a first. I think this is the first. This is a first. We are breaking ground. Wow. Um, thank you for joining us on today's episode. You, hear, you heard Jeff there and Nicholas. <clears throat> Hi, guys. And so it's the trifecta today. We've got feedback to get to. Over the weekend, Napanee had their biggest festival event of the year called the Apple Festival, and I was actually a big part of it. Uh, I'm going to talk about that. Oh, shoot, that's the wrong one. <laughs> and then Nicholas has a, a tech tip for us relating to the new Apple iPhone update, and then Jeff has a story about Leighton getting milk. Yeah, it's a story of, let's just say Leighton's going to be here in spirit, because yeah. the story is Leighton's story, but I'm going to tell it. Because wow. you were related to it. <laughs> and then our coffee for today, uh, when Jeff, it's actually from Theodore, so thanks Theodore for dropping off the coffee. And when, when Jeff looked at it, Jeff asked the question, is this appropriate or is this kosher coffee for the French Is it appropriate? Press? I said, is, so, it appropriate? is it family friendly so coffee? You're going sure to you're gonna wait and see what the coffee is to find out for yourself. Let's just say it might be. Some kind of contraband. <laughs> All right. So uh, feedback. We Jeff. did have some feedback. Uh, Miss Charlene, she said, uh, she left a comment, and she said she laughed out loud at Nicholas's wallpaper story. So if you didn't hear that, that is episode 419, where Nicholas uh, DIY'd some wallpaper and said he would never, ever do it again. And then we had a make sure, make sure message. It up real good. Oh, does it? Uh, you know, I think that was actually oh, yeah. previously. Uh, never all mind. So, so that was that's all we've got as oh, far as yeah, feedback yeah, for all today. The way, all the way. Really? Yep. And we're pouring the coffee right now. That much? Yeah, that's good. This is a this is a first pour for Nicholas. He's he's learning how to do it. Yep. His first kosher pour. He has poured it before, but it might have been too fast or too little water. <laughs> it wasn't right. Anyway, that's all the feedback for today. If you if you want to leave feedback, the best way to do it is to send a message on Facebook or Instagram, a direct message, and we will get it eventually. 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 Yeah. Oh, talking about the wallpaper thing, wallpaper story. Um if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. It's a great story. Um I, I don't want to I didn't listen to it. <sighs> Jeff. Anyway. So oh, moving no, on. I want to go back to that though, actually. Why? Because okay, so I talked my my wife talked hey. to me later. And my wife wanted me to say that we actually didn't have any like marital issues or problems. We are, we have a good marriage. Listen, lying about the past doesn't change the future. Actually, that's not true. It could. If you lie about something, I mean, I guess it almost always yeah, has, has lying to about the past doesn't change the future. <laughs> that's not. That's not true. It's not true. That is not. <laughs> what about it, consequences? Well, what I meant to say is that. What I meant to say, yeah, because if you lie about the past it, as a child, you might get spanked. Yeah, right? yeah, Which and it will change the future. What I meant to say was, <laughs> lying about the past doesn't doesn't necessarily change your situation. Oh, okay, I got you. And even then, I say necessarily because it could. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, go on with what you wanted to say. This past weekend was Napanee's 
biggest weekend of the year called the Napanee Apple Festival. We've talked about it many times. It's often coincided with French Fest. Yeah, French Fest was one time the first Tuesday oh. after the Apple Festival. I think twice. <laughs> okay, maybe two times. Uh, anyway, this year I was I was in the parade, which is, I mean, you were there, Jeff. I was. Many many people were. I wasn't there. in the parade. No, but I you was were, just watching the you parade. Were mm. And boy, it was a long parade this year. How long did it take? It was about an hour and a half. Wow! Wow! Till from from the first car, uh, which which actually wasn't a car. It was it was people. If you count the jogging in, there was a five k that happened right before. And that was more. Then it would be closer to two hours. Oh my! <clears throat> well, uh, I was in the parade as part of PWY's um, exhibit, and we spent a lot of time dialoguing about what would be the a good thing to make the parade memorable, what would stick out. And so, as a as a viewer, I didn't actually see any of the other you know people that went through, except the ones directly in front of us and behind us. I didn't get to see what else was in the parade, Jeff. Mm. But mm-hmm. in your mind, our goal was to be <clears throat> memorable and to make it clear that PWI, as a company, cares about Napanee and the surrounding community. So mm-hmm. how did we do on being memorable compared to the other things that were there? And how did we do as far as communicating that we do care about Napanee and the community? Mm. Mm. This is a great question. Nicholas, were you at the parade? No. Mm. I um, I think that I think that it was it was one of the better floats. I will say. Okay. Um, it was it was pretty cool to see the stair with people up on there throwing footballs. The footballs were a big hit. The balloons were a big hit. That surprised me because I I did not think balloons is something that people cared about. Kids, but I was wrong because yeah, kids kids, kids were, love balloons. My were, daughter got one and she was so happy with it for about six minutes until she got mad at it. <laughs> I guess we should explain what the what the float was. There was a little box truck pulling a trailer with a stair on it. Mm-hmm. And on the stair, there was people uh, kind of tossing out footballs. There although were, There were too many people. It looked a little scary. Oh, really? No, I didn't, actually. It was fine. <laughs> but, in the yeah, there was people passing out nice footballs. Yeah, really nice footballs. They were engraved with uh, PWI um, logo. And then after that, there was a huge semi yep. with big PWI mm-hmm. um Mm-hmm. Maximize your production. Mm-hmm. And then after that, there was another box truck with a trailer with a, an overhead crane kind of set yeah, up. On the, the semi was oh. passing out the balloons. Yes, yeah, I forgot to mention that. Yeah, on the I, the, I think the, the balloons the, were in the semi, and people were yes. handing them out and then distributing to the sides. I think the impressiveness of the semi, because that is an impressive looking semi trailer. Oh, that is. Uh, it's it was overshadowed by the fact that there were just balloons pouring out of the back of it. So the, in, in that people were walking behind, handing out balloons left and right, and mm-hmm. people were like, <gasps> balloons, and they forgot to look at the semi. Um, but that's not to say it wasn't memorable. It was very memorable. So how do we do on, okay, so as far as like standing out, being significant, memorable, like how would you grade us compared to the entire parade on a scale of 1 to 10? With 10 being the most memorable, I would say about an 8. Okay, wow. that's good. That's good. Um, the only other floats that were as memorable that I remember uh, was uh, the, the the tea party or the tea room. The tea room uh, had a really cool float where they literally were, they had a table set up on um, on a trailer and were drinking tea, and they were all dressed up as, as like, from the 1900s, wow. early 1900s. Wow. Like the 1990s or the? <clears throat> the early 1900s. Oh, okay. Uh, so that was really cool. So th- I, I remember that one. Um, let's see. Intera had a big 
giant uh, banner that they were carrying, and they just had everyone wearing the same color, which was pretty cool too. Uh, it was a very it was it was like a lime green, like an Intera green, and that was pretty memorable. Mm. Um, the only other memorable things that I specifically can recall were were either like crazy things like Grandpa Cratchit driving around in his little his little truck that you know he squirts water at kids and stuff like that mm-hmm. um and then um people that drove like unique vehicles mm-hmm. and and the unique vehicles thing is only memorable to a certain set of people mm-hmm. right so so like some people those vehicles jump out to other people they don't and so that doesn't really count uh, in my opinion anyways mm-hmm. Did PWI get like first place or second place or third place? I don't know. You know, I don't think they did. I don't think we placed at all. I know. Which is surprising. Okay, do you remember <laughs> seeing Gen Y Hitch? Uh, yes, I do remember seeing Gen Y Hitch. Was it anything cooler than PWI? No. They got second place. Yeah. Maybe maybe it was. What did they do? They threw, no. What did they have? Yes, yes, yes. They had the, um, they had the little... Uh, train. It was a train for like that all, you know, like a four wheeler with all the little cars yeah. behind it. That's what it was. The Gen Y had, and there was a gorilla on it. That's it. And there was like a whole bunch of people, but they were passing out candy or something. I could see how they how they oh. got uh, how they placed. Uh, okay, yeah, okay, it is that is cool in their own way. But it's I would say that you should do to place you should be able to use something from your work and like somehow well, mix, you know what I'm saying? What what would have placed PWI is and this guys just hang on with me here. It, so we we ran a bridge crane through the parade. And the bridge crane was really cool to look at, all right? So that was that was really cool, but people that don't know what a bridge crane is didn't understand what it did. Also, there were four columns on the trailer like for the bridge crane system. Mm-hmm. But the columns were laying down. The columns are like the legs of the system, right? Mm-hmm. And they were laying down and they were relatively pointless in my opinion. Oh, like not not if you knew what they were, you'd be like, "Oh, that's kind of cool." And if you didn't know what a bridge crane was, you'd be like, "What in the world are those things and why are they just there? They're just hauling random metal." Yeah, they're just hauling random painted pieces of steel. Yeah. Around. I think that they should have strapped down to the trailer either a freestanding crane system or a jib crane with something hanging on it. Oh, I bet. Well, Layton, here's, here's even one upping your idea oh, that, that Layton had. He said that the bridge crane should have been positioned perpendicular to the road. Uh-huh. So hanging out on <clears> either <throat> side of the trailer. Ooh, mm-hmm. yep. And then have, some, have it high enough that you could attach someone in a, a, a seat you know, or yeah, something, sure. and have them actually go from one side to the other, driving back and forth, handing something out. Yes, that yes, would have uh, been that really would have cool. gotten first place. 100%. That would have been really cool. Yep. So maybe next year. Yep. It has to, it takes some special setup. Yeah. To make it work, it actually you know. wouldn't be that costly to do. They, I think that what happened with this one was they just used stuff that was laying around, and you don't want to invest a ton of money into the float, but. Mm-hmm. I think that you could come up with something like that with some scrap steel yeah. or like use some temporary stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's a cool idea. Yeah. <clears throat> the, the place where I work, we're going to do it next year or we want to. Where do you work? Walker's Heavy Equipment. It's a great place. If you want anything that's rentable or you want to rent something, heavy equipment, stop on in. 
rent some equipment. Um, we got great guys working there, myself especially. Always there to help you guys out. I mean, just very helpful, friendly people. Um, Do you know what would have been great? If somebody would have passed out Gatorade, that would have made an impression because we care about the community. We are making sure that you don't get dehydrated while watching this hour and a half long parade. I agree. Anyways, back to my thing. So what we want to do is we want to we want to put a excavator on on a semi. Yep. And then put candy in the bucket, uh, and it'll swing out and then dump candy. And dump candy. Ooh, I like that. But mm. I I don't know if it, it they'll allow that because it, you could swing on swing into people or a tree or a tree. Oh man, that would be great. Yeah. So I don't know if that'll that would be, be that would be memorable. That, that would be, would be you memorable. might get first place for that, you know. <laughs> but yeah, we want to do something like that for next year. That's a good. that's a cool idea. That's kind of the same thing as it could as be. That. It could be a small crane. Yeah. Hey, what, what if you would just one? have a bulldozer and just have a big pile of candy and just push it along and it would kind of flow out the sides? <laughs> Jeff, that is such a great idea. I I love that idea. We're totally gonna do that <laughs> next year. Um, All right. <sighs> oh my coffee. Anywho, yeah, let's do the coffee bored. and then Nicholas. What's your tech tip? All right, my tech tip is. For all of you, for all of you listening, if you have a Apple, um, I, th- I believe it has to be probably in the last three to four years old iPhone, maybe older than that. Um, but the new iOS update is iOS 16. It's a great update. Um, I recommend anyone to, to get it. It might slow your your iPhone down if you have an older iPhone, but it's still worth it. Um, anywho. So I know Android has done this for, for many years, so good job on them for doing it many years ago. But Apple finally, um, when you do voice text, Apple <clears throat> finally does where it adds commas. Adds commas. Automatically yes. and periods. So you don't have to say, honey, comma, can you please pick up apples, comma, bananas, comma, and milk at the grocery store, period. Let, let, let's, see if, let's see if this does, let's see if mine does it right. We should have a race. Sure. Text Ruben. Hey, can you pick up some apples, bananas, and pears? Yeah, that <laughs> one. Can you pick up some apples, bananas, and pears on your way home from work? Okay. Did it work? I already do. I sent it. Oh. So it put a comma between Text apples and bananas. Ruben Hotch. It was, it, was, it was right. It was grammatically correct, can even though I like to have. pick up bananas pears, and fruit at the grocery store. I sent it. Oh, I didn't say hey in the beginning. No, I didn't either. All right, Ruben, how how does it read? Yeah, it did it perfect. It even added a comma after pears and before the end, which is... Ooh, yes. For his? Well, for... We said said different things. Oh, we did. So... But yeah, they both worked really well. They both had a question mark at the end without saying question mark. Yeah. So okay, so Android does well, well with this, but yeah. Apple did not do well in the last so many since, years since now. Since until now, yeah. Android needed special hardware to do it well. Oh really? That came out with the Pixel Three, I think. So how, like, was like that last years, year? Three or years what? ago. Oh, okay. Four or three and a half years ago. Yeah. So, anyways, Apple finally updated that, and so now it's like, I'm sure they added. You know, I'm, I'm guessing they just updated Siri pretty much. So yeah. they're actually smarter. Yep. 
But. So that's kind of interesting, Jeff. You said it, it requires special hardware in order for the, to do that processing. For, for Google's, it required special hardware. Because now that may be... It might have changed now. Might have changed by now. Um, because Apple, but, like Siri actually doesn't work, or at least most of it doesn't work unless you're connected to the internet. It's yeah. processed on Apple's servers. Let, let, me, let, me do, let me turn on uh, airplane mode, and we'll try this again. Oh. Hey, Ruben, can you pick up some apples, bananas, and pears on the way home from work? See, mine does it without being connected to the internet. Okay. Which I think may be the difference. So mine, it went, at Siri would not do it. Unless, unless the, one of the updates changed that, no. It used to all be processed online, Through. which <clears throat> made it sometimes a little bit sluggish because yeah. depending on your internet connection, it would have to upload yeah. the audio. And Anyway, good tech tip. I haven't updated yet, but I definitely will. Jeff, what's your story? All right, so we're going to take you back. To last week. All the way back there. So so Leighton and Carrie uh, have been long been proponents of, and I, I, listeners, be respectful of Leighton and Carrie and don't turn them in for this. <laughs> <clears throat> they what, may they, be breaking the law. They may or may not be breaking the law. Actually, they're not breaking the law, but the people that are supplying raw milk for them are possibly not breaking the law. Is this one of the things if you ask in a question, <laughs> it makes the so thing. so it uh, uh, the 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 milk is given by donation basis with a suggested donation, so that's that's kind of the the way around. It. Another way around it is to sell it as you don't even say food. you don't even say what what it is yet, Jeff. Uh, Layton and Carrie are proponents of raw milk, <laughs> and kind of like sugar in the raw, <clears throat> yeah, milk in the raw, sugar and, in the raw, and and honestly, I agree with them. It tastes better. Oh, 100%. It's less processed. It just is better. Maybe in some cases it's not healthier for you, but if the milk is handled properly, the cows are free of disease, it is it is healthy, as healthy as or healthier than store-bought milk, right? 100%. It's not less healthy then unless the cow is diseased and it's not being treated properly or the milk is not being cooled quickly, things like that where you know bacteria could propagate it in or whatever. Um, so anyways, and, and they kind of got us started on this because, um, especially babies can actually process raw milk better. They can digest it better. Mm. Um, it's, it's, it goes through their system better because it has more of the natural probiotics or whatever's in the milk. I don't know what's in the milk that Mm -hmm. does that. This is the theory. Um, not evaluated by the FDA. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, and, and and by the way, people, be careful of where you buy your raw milk because there actually are scenarios where people get really sick from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this happened in Pennsylvania a little bit ago, and that guy's like in big trouble for it. The guy uh, that that got in tr- that, that sold the, the farmer. Milk. Oh, yeah, the, the farmer. Okay. The farmer got in big trouble for it. Yep, um, gotcha. because somebody got really sick from it. So wow. Um. <clears throat> anyways. So, so Lane and Carrie go through a lot of milk, and they kind of got us started on this trend. We have a small child. My wife wants to start giving her milk on occasion, and so we are we we purchase raw milk. And Layton and Carrie were gracious enough to suggest we buy milk from Eric uh, because uh, our previous supplier had dried up their cows so that they could have another calf. 
Um, <clears throat> so now Eric, I'm not going to say his last name. Uh, Eric the dairy farmer. Eric the dairy farmer uh, slash many other things. <laughs> uh, has a few cows and is and is milking them and selling the milk um, for donation for for donation. And so and so our other supplier they dried their cow up and so Leighton and Carrie started purchasing from them and we actually didn't find out from them that that Eric was selling the milk. Um, we found out via another way that Eric was selling milk. We 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 lived in the same on the Facebook community. right. Yeah, on the on the on the interwebs. <laughs> no, I don't know exactly where it was even. Uh, but anyways, so so we're buying milk from the same place, right? And this is how it works: you walk up there, you go into their garage, you grab some milk, and you keep track of how much you've taken, and then at the end of the month, you pay for what you've taken, right? With so, donation, pe- right? Yep. Some people go through more. Some people go through less. Mm-hmm. Lane and Carrie. Uh, like to make yogurt and things like that. So they go through a fair amount of milk. Um, so my wife and I have been getting milk for about a month, uh, and Leighton and Carrie have been getting it for a little bit longer. And the other day, and this is where this is where it gets kind of scary. The other day, Carrie goes to make yogurt and takes a gallon of milk fresh from the farm, takes the lid off, oh, no. and pours it into her... Uh, instant pot to make yogurt and at the bottom of the milk jug oh no there is this nasty slimy blob of stuff oh my and she is like ew what is this do i trust this milk what if it's scum that started growing there and she's like it looks really weird and reaches in and grabs it and it comes out in one piece Mm. And it, oh, and it's no. and it's it, it's kind of flat and rectangular, and she looks at it and holds it up to the light, and it's a check from Jeff and Louisa Miller. <laughs> there we go. Oh <laughs> my, interesting. And so they dried it off and gave it back to Eric, and it was fine. So he could still use it. <laughs> he could still use it. It was perfectly oh. fine. So what had happened is. Somehow, among all the people that buy milk from Eric, we bought milk from Eric, and we when you when you take when you come back, you bring back the milk jug, and you put it beside the fridge where the new milk is, and you, it's it's washed and it's clean, right? So, every, hopefully, everybody washes theirs thoroughly when they bring it back. Because if I were the farmer, I would not want you to bring back a dirty one because mm-hmm. it might be all crusty and dry and stuff. So it's perfectly clean, and we just. Wrote out a check and dropped it into oh, the jug, like you do. Yeah, right. So it doesn't get lost, and you put it in there so it doesn't get, fall down in the cracks behind the fridge in the garage, and it gets lost forever. So we're doing the right thing here. And then apparently Eric just was milking the cow and decided he needed some more jugs and ran in there and grabbed whatever was there and filled them up, and that was it. And the jug was just in the bottom of the, oh <laughs> the jug my. was in the bottom of the jug there. Uh, it's so funny uh, that it man. happened to be like you guys. I know it just happened to be us. It was that's really funny. Wow. All right. I've got a farm story too. Last night we were at uh, a friend's house, um, Jeff and Fonda from church, and Jeff they, and Fonda. Sorry, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> 
Brandon I mean, we out. do live next door. I, mean, I saw you last night, Jeff. <laughs> that I, is, I don't know yeah. if you saw me. That well, I, I, I looked over there, and I saw that there were people there, but I couldn't see anybody because of the brightness of the sun. Oh. It was shining in my eyes. I waved at you, but you went, went into the house. Yeah. He didn't want to wave back. No. <laughs> yeah. Brad, sorry, Brad and Fonda. And we happened to be talking about some of the guests that were there had just butchered chickens the day before. And I discovered something brand new that blew my mind that I can't believe I've never Wait, thought they butchered of. chickens on a Sunday? A few days before, whatever. <laughs> the, week, the weekend before or the week before somewhere. And I don't know how to share it without just coming right out. But have you ever wondered, you know, how often, here, here we go, how often do chickens, how often does a healthy chicken lay an egg? Once a day? Yeah. Oh, maybe maybe slightly more often if if you have them under light the whole time. I, w- I would have said once every two days. No, it's about once a day, oh. and w- once in a while, even even twice a day. Yeah. Well, eggs are fairly large, mm-hmm. right? And eggs are have a hard shell. Mm-hmm. And how fast do you expect an egg to go from nothing to what it is when it comes out of the chicken as a hard shelled egg? Twenty four well, hours. But probably about has to be about a. a yeah, twenty four hours. Or f- maybe 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 eight eighteen hours. Yeah, say twenty. Well get this. It's actually longer than that. Which means within the chicken there are up to two partially formed eggs. Ooh. Whoa. And people when they're butchering it, they actually eat that thing. They eat the partially formed egg. Oh, why wouldn't you? It's an egg. Well, no, it's not an egg. It's oh. not hard shelled. It's it's kind of soft. But it's soft. But you would you would take the You'd crack it out of its shell well, we and fry it up. It. No, no, I don't even think it has a shell at this point. Oh. It's just a, I, I, the way I understand it, it's almost more of a mostly, maybe almost like meaty. I heard, Ooh. I heard it tastes, it tastes like chicken. What? I'm so, so we want to. Are you to, sure they're not just getting like a part of the chicken? No. <laughs> they, they, I, I, I asked them this in great detail and there was multiple witnesses that agreed that this is a partially formed, up to two partially formed eggs in this track, this, wherever the egg yeah. is made. I'm not sure where. <laughs> um, and so we, and I guess people eat it. And so we need to try it on the French press. And from what I heard, you just fry it. Okay. Wow. Okay. Do, uh, you, don't, you don't have to like crack it open, right? No. And, and the reason, I, I put your chickens a lot. You know, we've grown yeah, up doing it. Yeah. But the reason we never see it when we're butchering chickens is because they're not egg they they're not at the age oh, or the kind that lay eggs. They lay eggs. That makes a lot more sense. But if it's a chicken that would lay an egg. Man. I know, it seems really I, weird. I am I, it's hard for me to believe this. I know. So imagine how shocked I was to be a, a thirty four year or three year old and to just think about this for the first time in my life. A person that does but your chickens. Yeah. Wow. So well, Ribbon, you're 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 not alone. <laughs> <laughs> and also you're still better off than every person and, and I I don't I hate to degrade people on the podcast. But if you think that chocolate milk comes from brown cows, you're not thinking hard enough. <laughs> I'm not convinced people actually think that. I am convinced that people actually think that. Anyway, what coffee do we have, Jeff? Uh yeah, so this is a. Um, hmm. Yeah, I'm entering my uh, ad. Okay, so this is. Uh, I don't know who brought this actually. Who the- brought this? Theodore. Theodore did. Uh, it has a unique smell, and I kind of I know what it is, so I 
not sure how I can give an unbiased, uh, you know, you know, opinion. Oh, I tried. So Theodore, we went first of all back up. We went to my grandpa's place Sunday night, and Theodore made this coffee for for me, Ruben, and, and most of my cousins and aunts and uncles. And he used uh, a bun um, coffee maker, and it did not taste good at all. It was too watered down. And this is this is way better than than yeah, the bun. This is better as a French press coffee than as a drip coffee. I, it's really good. It's it's got a it's it's got a it tastes flavored, but it's technically not flavored. It, yeah, if you would have tasted it on a on a drip bun, you would think it's much better. Like a lot more better than what you think the, right now. No. You would you're saying it's even better now than when it was when it yeah. was on trip. Like, it is good now. I'm yeah, it's, it's good coffee. I'm giving it a four. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it a four, too. Okay. Because for how bad it was last time. <laughs> I mean, I'd almost give it a five, but it does have enough flavor to it that I'm just kind of like, eh, not quite there. I wouldn't drink this all the time. It, the, the taste would get a little ickly after, like, after yeah. drinking it for a week. Yep. But yeah. it's very good coffee. Uh. You said it well. Like it's not the kind of coffee I would want every day, but it is. It is really, really good. It's excellent. It's smooth, and it's got a very unique flavor. If yeah. You, if you want to have just like a unique coffee flavor, definitely yeah. try this out, Jeff. Uh, what actually so is it? So this is this is whiskey barrel coffee, barrel aged coffee blend, moonshine flavored. Moon, and so that's the is uh what's what's the roaster name? Whiskey barrel coffee. Whiskey barrel coffee. And moonshine is the blend flavor. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> moonshine is a blend of our barrel-aged light roast whiskey barrel coffee and our non-barrel-aged beans. So it's a blend. Mm. Um, but it has a whiskey finish. So I'm not sure that it's actually moonshine-flavored, but it's their moonshine blend. And it's apparently they age the beans inside of a whiskey barrel, which gives it part of its flavor. And mm-hmm. I will say, like, I particularly enjoy most things that are whiskey-aged. Like whiskey-aged uh, maple syrup. Oh, oh that, that is, is good. It is really good. I don't know if I've ever had that. It's really oh, good. Oh, it's good. You need to try it. If you ever see it, buy some. So anyways. Yeah, it, smells, it smells really good, and it has a very uh, very unique flavor. Ruben, what's your rating? I'll give it a four as well. Ruben gives it a four. A solid four. four. Wow. Solid four all around. So... Uh, definitely check this coffee out, and yeah, wow! All right, I think that's all we've got on the docket for today. Mm-hmm. We have a docket. We do. Jeff, what's the point? Uh, the point is, um, you can buy raw milk by donation <laughs> if you know who to ask, but check your milk for checks. You might win the lottery. <laughs> might be a golden ticket or a slimy brown ticket. Yep. Ugh. Any other points? <clears throat> um, that's it. All right. Nicholas, what's our word of the week? Um, word of the week is egg. Egg.